Blog Talk Radio. Welcome one and all. This is Robert Rogers and you just connected to Parkinson's Recovery. I want everybody to know that I have finished the second edition of Road to Recovery from Parkinson's Disease. It took me a lot longer than I thought because there have been many amazing developments over the just the past year that are helping individuals get incredible relief from the symptoms of Parkinson's. But the revision, the edition, is now finally done. So instead of 2010 copyright, it's 2011 copyright, Road to Recovery from Parkinson's Disease, larger, expanded, lots of additional information just from what we've discovered over the past year. You can get information about that from the following website, parkinsonsdisease.in. M-E, or of course you can acquire a copy on Amazon, or there's also a Kindle version. You're probably thinking, okay, what's going to happen today? Who's the guest? What's up? Howard Schiffke was a guest on my show several weeks ago during the period, actually, when we were doing the Parkinson's Recovery Summit and Jumpstart to Wellness. I actually recorded my interview with Howard at that time, and he was able to report all the kinds of things that he has discovered have made a profound impact on his ability to be able to obtain sustained and compelling relief from the symptoms of Parkinson's, so much so that he is symptom-free today. One of my former guests on the radio show, Angela Winsley, wrote me just several days ago, and her quote was, he's the real deal, which I thought is really right. So if you haven't heard the previous show, which aired just three weeks ago or so, be sure to listen to that also, because Howard gives some very specific explanations of his approach to what happened after he began to experience virtually all of the symptoms that are typically associated with a diagnosis of Parkinson's disease. Since that particular show and since we did that recorded interview, Howard has actually made a life-changing decision. He's decided he is going to be a coach specifically for individuals who have decided that they, too, want to launch on to the road to recovery from the symptoms of Parkinson's disease. So I thought it to be most appropriate to have Howard on the show today so that not only can he talk more about himself, but that's so those of you who are listening can call in and actually be able to talk directly to Howard and be able to get some coaching for free. What better deal can you ask than that? So those of you that have already connected in to this live show, you can call the following toll-free number, and that will enable you to be able to connect in and talk directly to Howard. That number is 877-590-0733. It's toll-free if you live in the United States. If you live outside the United States, you can connect into the show through your computer using Skype. Howard, thank you so much for being on the show again today. Well, Robert, I appreciate you uh, having me back. Um, It was exciting to do the first uh, program, and uh, I look forward to uh, hopefully having a really good dialogue with some people tonight. 
Now, people who were listening in the moment uh, may not have had an opportunity to hear the previous show, so can you give folks an idea of who you are? Okay, well, um, Robert, uh, again, I'm, I'm Howard Schiffke. I live in Tampa, Florida, and back in September of 2009, uh, I started experiencing internal tremors, and uh, after some uh, research, realized that um, I probably had Parkinson's disease. My, my mother had had Parkinson's disease for 24 years before she passed away um, in 2007. In um, November of uh, 2009, I received my official diagnosis, um, and I had made the decision to take a holistic approach to Parkinson's. And so I followed a holistic approach, um, vegetarian diet, qigong exercises, other type of uh, exercises, uh, Chinese medicine type of um, approach to it, and in June of 2010, uh, I became symptom-free, and uh, I was just trying to kind of give the dates in a in a quick uh, nutshell. And from a holistic uh, perspective, uh, it was something that I worked on really hard every day, and obviously it had a great benefit for me. And I can tell you what happened, and and part of why I did not uh, discuss. Um, the, the coaching aspect in our previous um, interview was that it was something that I had thought about, but I, I wasn't certain um, relative to doing it. And when I say I wasn't certain, uh, in January, at the beginning of the year, I posted on my blog um, what I called my recipe for recovery. It has a background that gives a background of me, has a, my complete philosophy of Parkinson's where I, I outlined what I fe felt were the causes um, leading to my getting Parkinson's, uh, my philosophy of it that it is an electrical problem, there's an issue with the liver, and then an issue with the body's electricity, that it's not a chemical problem, which is one of the reasons why um, I felt that going the medication route was not the route that I wanted to go. And then I list, kind of like a recipe would, I list the ingredients, a, a laundry list of all of the things that I did, and then I go one by one and explain them, including um, five videos that, that show those. And what happened is subsequent to posting that in January, um, and, and you and I spoke in, in February, even though it wasn't um, set to be aired until March, um, people contacted me and were looking for assistance in getting through the recipe for recovery. Um, I had the good fortune of about a decade's worth of studying through books and going to seminars and online webinars, uh, various aspects of traditional Chinese medicine, various aspects of soul-mind-body medicine from Dr. Shaw, uh, a lot of uh, qigong exercises. And so 
I had a really good sense of it, and I was very fortunate because when I implemented those things, it came a little bit more naturally for me. For some people, it wasn't coming quite so naturally. And as you know, when you're trying to fight a major disease in a holistic way, you don't get a lot of um, relief in terms of feeling good um, too much along the way. It, it's really a difficult battle. And so the other part of it is that people were having uh, difficulty not knowing, like, Howard, is this pain a pain I should be having, or did you experience, or this is my experience, what was yours compared to, to mine? So what I did is I started working with uh, a number of people and and coaching them through it, and over the course of um, January and February, I started to realize that not only was it the most rewarding thing that I ever had done in my life, but I was getting really good reports back from a number of people, very detailed um, reports of how they were doing. And we'd either talk about it at length, um, some people... Uh, would write to me, and communication was either by phone, um, there's one person who's local to me, and some people on Skype because they're not in the U.S., and so we were able to communicate via Skype. But I started to realize um, something that you know I wasn't really sure at the time about myself, and that is that People seem to work well with me, and I seem to be able to help them get through the recipe and also um, start to feel improvement. So what I did was um, set up a website. My my blog had been uh, fightingparkinsonsdrugfree.blogspot.com, and what I did is I now have fightingparkinsonsdrugfree.com. It's a full website. It has a lot of additional information on it. It, What I did is I took the blog that I had and I moved the entire blog in its entirety over to the website. And uh, I decided that Parkinson's coaching was something that, as I said, was the most rewarding thing for me, so I wanted to continue to do it. And I contacted a, a number of the people that I had been coaching over the course of a month and a half to two months, and I asked them if they would not mind uh, sharing their experiences so that other people might have a better understanding of how they were improving uh, with the recipe and how the coaching was assisting them. And so I got back uh, 10 testimonials from people I've been working with over the last few months and uh, put those so that anybody can go to the website. They can read about me and my background. They can read about my philosophy of Parkinson's. I have the recipe for recovery. It, it you know, There's no charge for any of that aspect of it. It is just all there as a resource, um, much like you have um, your websites uh, as a resource for people to go to. And then um, I have a Parkinson's coaching page. And 
Look, some people will read the recipe for recovery and they will feel very, very confident that they can do it, they can stick with it, and, you know, go down that path. And others need a little bit of help and a a little bit uh, of maybe, for lack of a better way, a, a little bit of a push, but also some guidance into how to do some of the things that that may be foreign to them, even if they read about it or watch it on a video, just some of the nuances of the exercises, but also some of the things that you go through along the way. Like oftentimes, um, I experienced and other people have uh, reported back to me that they've experienced, that once you start doing some of these exercises, you do start to feel better for a while and then you start to feel worse for a while. And, you know, just helping people walk through that because the actual feeling worse for a while, I always felt was you're you're making a breakthrough. Initially, you start to feel better because you're kind of opening up the channels in your body and you're starting to cleanse your liver and you're starting to get the electricity moving a little bit better, so you feel a little better. But what happens is Parkinson's is deep, deep in our system And so as we start at the core and we're chipping away at it, um, as you and I discussed before, when you're going after something and from a holistic perspective, you're starting at the core and working your way out. And when you're healing organs, you don't usually see a lot of really great results. But the one thing that I do know is when you stir up a lot of toxins, they give you a lot of pain. And so generally... um, me and everybody else were were taught to run away from pain and so it sometimes is difficult and you need somebody who has walked in your shoes to be able to say I've been there and this pain is not bad pain you're not doing anything that should be causing you terrible pain and if you can work your way through it it'll get better on the other side and that has been uh, the the result with the people with whom I have been coaching. So um, I know that wasn't necessarily in a, in a nutshell, but that kind of has uh, hopefully given people some background of me and where I have gone um, with uh, Parkinson's and recovering from Parkinson's. You are now extending an invitation to anyone out there who would like to be able to connect, talk, and sort through whatever challenges they might be currently experiencing. Am I right about that, Howard? Oh yes, that w- that would be that would be great. That would be great if, if and you know the best I can do is try to relate my experiences to your experiences and see if we can come to some commonality and then explain what I did to deal with those issues. Because as as I said, you know, Parkinson's does affect everybody differently, but there's a lot of commonality in the things that we experience. And um, I can tell you from, from standing in my shoes and standing in your shoes, I, I think that we will be able to find some commonality and maybe I can, you know, help you with some things if you'd like to ask if you're on this call. As I wrote on several messages announcing this show, this is your golden opportunity. So seize it. 
it's not that often that you actually have an opportunity to talk to an individual who was experiencing the full range of Parkinson's symptoms and has figured out ways to be able to become symptom-free today. So seize the opportunity, folks. I see there are a lot of people who are listening out there. It's now time to call the following toll-free number, 877-590-0733. If you live in the United States, punch the number one. That lets me know you'd like to be able to talk directly with Howard and have an exchange. If you're hesitant to give your real name, there's no reason to give your real name. You can make up a name like Stanley or Stella. So call in and connect and begin to have an exchange with somebody who's gone down the same road that you've actually gone down. Again, that toll-free number is 877-590-0733. It sounds, Howard, like a lot of the calls that you've been receiving from individuals over the last several months were from individuals who were experimenting or trying out some of what you demonstrated in the videos that you had on your website, and all of a sudden they were feeling worse rather than better. So they called and said, what's up? Am I right about that? Is that why they were contacting you? Yes, some people um, contacted me right away and said, I need, I need some help even getting started. I'm not the kind of person who can jump in and go down a list of ten things and think that I'm going to do them. So there was kind of that initial part where people would call and uh, or send me an email and say, um, if I was going to ease into this, what would you recommend? What What things do you feel would... Basically, they were looking for the best bang for their buck for getting started um, in terms of where they would do something that they might feel some initial relief, and that would help build the confidence to continue with some of the other things. And so that was a group of people like that. There were some people who jumped right into it, and yes, you know, after sending an occasional email that might say, you know, like on your on your recipe for recovery, you know, you estimated that this particular thing would take, um, like say you estimated that this medical qigong for the liver took about 15 minutes, and I do it in 10. Am I doing it wrong, do you think? And I would just let them know, no, I, I estimated on the high side, and it actually took me 15 minutes because I was pretty slow. So if you're doing it in 10, then you're probably in better shape than I was. And so those kind of little things. But then what happened is it, it kind of the when like when runners talk about hitting the wall and and what happened is a, a few people contacted me and said I've been doing this for a while and I am starting to feel like my movement is getting a little bit slower. Um, having a little bit more pain, and what I did was um, actually in trying to formulate a good response, I responded, made a couple phone calls, and responded um, to a couple others by email, and then I took it and actually thought there was enough people contacting me about that issue that I I put it as a a post on on my blog uh, last week. Um, toward the end of last week, and 
it's not very lengthy, but I'll, I'll, I'll read it real quickly just so that you can get a sense because I, I, um, I feel that this might help people when they're thinking about it. And what, what I wrote was that I firmly believe that Parkinson's pollutes our bodies, and that is why I am so focused on the liver, getting the toxins cleaned out. However, it is a double-edged sword. First, you have to break up the toxins, which causes them to release in your system, and then you flush them out, primarily with respiration, perspiration, and urine, not primarily from the bowels, so make certain you're drinking enough water. But quite frankly, this is one of the hardest parts because when you are succeeding in breaking down the toxins, you feel the worst of it because of how much toxicity is floating around in your system. This is where many people want to quit because they feel so poorly. And this is where you have to be strong and you have to have faith that what you are doing is correct. I know this is contrary to everything we learn in life. Here, the better you are doing at breaking up the toxins, the worse you feel, and then you get better. It is why I did not feel better nearly the entire time I had the disease, and then when I started feeling better, two weeks later, I was better. And then I wrote a little analogy, and I put, I, I know it's hard to believe that the better you are doing, the worse you will feel for a while, but think about this. Suppose a pool looks like it is filled with sparkling water, but the walls are completely covered in algae. If you scrape every wall from top to bottom, what will the sparkling water look like? Completely polluted, right? But aren't you making progress cleaning the pool? Don't you need to get all the algae off the walls to clean the pool? This is the point I am making when I explained above that if somebody saw the pool and did not notice the algae covering the walls, then they would think it was a perfectly clean, sparkling water pool. After you scrape the algae and before it is flushed out, the same person would look at the pool and wonder how it suddenly became so polluted. And such is the case with you. You have worked hard and were starting to feel a little better. However, this hard work has released many toxins into your body, and this will make you feel worse or more polluted until you can release the toxins from your body. As I mentioned before, when we fight Parkinson's, it fights us back. When we are a couple months into the recipe for recovery and we have been feeling like we are making progress, it is absolutely a blow to our faith to suddenly feel like we are physically going backwards. Parkinson's tests our faith. Parkinson's tests our resolve. Parkinson's tests us to the core of our being, and we fight back. We start at the core of our being, and we chip away at Parkinson's day after day after day until we recover. We have to be strong, and we cannot lose faith in ourselves. And that's how I feel. Area code 714, you on the air. Hello. Hello, this is Sherry. How are you today? Can you hear me? Great. Hi, Sherry. How are you? I'm perfect. Thank you. 
My question is, I've since been diagnosed three years ago with Parkinsonism. I have no tremors, but my handwriting is totally illegible, and my walking is tilted. So my question is, what, any suggestions? Would your program work for that as well? Well, let me ask you: are are you are you taking any medications, or are you taking yes, cardiopulvidopa, cinnamon? Without the sooner, I still don't have any tremors, though. Right. And and when you say, explain to me about your, your walking. It gets tilted. Okay. Um, are you are you hunched, or is it slow-moving, or? Slow-moving. Not okay. hunched. Now, all right. Now, I, I would like to to preface my remarks by saying that anything that that I did to recover, um, obviously you have a doctor, you're on medications, I I am not a doctor, so when I explain some things that I feel might be beneficial to you, um, I, I always recommend to people, whether they're on medications or not, that they have a dialogue with their doctor. That's the person who is treating them and I would never want somebody to jump into something without first going over it with their doctor. Same way I went over everything with my doctor before I jumped into my own recipe for recovery. Um, that being said, the there's a, a couple of things that I, I believe would be beneficial. I will tell you what they are, and I will explain why I believe they would be beneficial. Um, two of the exercises that um, I have on my uh, website, um, one is called Medical Qigong for the Liver, and the other is called Clearing Liver Wind. And those two work very well at tonifying and cleansing the liver. And I I feel that since you are taking medications, um, that it probably would not hurt to do something that would be working at helping your liver process those things better. Relative to the whole walking issue, um, there are a couple of things that I would like to um, recommend. And also, these you can find these um, on my blog as well. Uh, they are, I, I listed them separately, and it's, it's also included in the recipe for recovery. But I have two separate entries. One is called... Um, fighting Parkinson's uh, and walking, and one is on standing and balance. And the one on standing and balance, there's actually a, a video that goes with that one. But the one on walking, and let me, I'll, I'll ask you, and you may not know the, the answer to this until um, you take a look, but what I realized I was experiencing with Parkinson's is that my right foot started to turn out, and 
I started to realize that I was beginning to drag that leg. And then in slowly paying attention, <clears throat> I learned that when I would pick up my foot to take a step, which mostly I shuffled, that my foot was turned so far out, it was almost moving sideways. So I had to really focus my concentration on keeping my feet pointed straight. And and um, one of the things that assisted me in doing that is the standing exercise that I have on my website. Because the uh, standing exercise is, I guess I call it an exercise for lack of a better word, but essentially what you're doing is just standing. <coughs> Excuse me. And you stand for, if you can just stand in this certain position for a couple of minutes, um, that would be great and work your way up to five minutes. But the standing exercise is very good at helping your body, um, helping your feet be pointed straight and your body get used to being in a forward standing position. And I can tell you that for me, my balance was so poor that um, I could not do the standing, which was an exercise I had done for years prior to getting Parkinson's. I could not do the standing um, without leaning against the wall. But it was still very important for me to do it um, because it's very good at moving energy around in your body and it clears up, helps clear up blockages in, in the energy in your body. So I would, I would recommend... Um, those things and the um, so you know my my website is um, uh, there's a link to it uh, on the uh, on the blog talk radio it's fightingparkinsonsdrugfree.com and uh, if you if you go on there it's pretty easy to see what the things are and also you could uh, either bring it in to your doctor or look at it with your doctor at your doctor's office or send a link to your doctor and say, do you have any problem with me doing these three types of exercises? And um, besides those three exercises, the other thing that I did is I I was pretty mindful of um, if I was uh, sitting in a chair, um, I would, and had my feet on the floor, I would turn my right foot, my left foot was fine, but I would turn my right foot so that it was pointing forward and um, leave it in that position. And probably for a week or a little bit longer than a week, uh, the muscles in the side of my leg and in my calf were very painful when I did that, which made me realize that it must have been turned out for quite some time before I realized what was happening. And I, I really think that that is part of the the problem where um, people who have had Parkinson's for a long time, I know it was an issue with, with my mother, where they end up dragging a leg. And I think your, your foot starts to naturally start to turn out that way. And um, it, it makes it nearly impossible to walk in a steady or balanced manner. And so um, getting the foot straightened out and your posture straightened out um, with these exercises, I think, would, would go a long way to assisting you. And also, I think, uh, as somebody who had tremors for um, nine months, uh, congratulations on no tremors. That's a wonderful thing for you.
Within two years, I have not had tumors. Excuse me? I have not had tumors for two years. And I, oh, oh and, I thought and, you had no, I, tremors. I no tremors. at all. No tremors now? And never. Great. I have, a, does, I have an elevated uh, liver enzyme. Is that, is that part of the problem with the liver? Excuse me? I have elevated liver enzymes. Uh, um, I, I don't know the answer to that question. If, if that okay. is, if that is what is, we're on a whole medical side of your liver that that I am not familiar with. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. If you'd like to be able to ask Howard questions or get some suggestions of what you might be able to do for yourself to be able to get sustained relief from your symptoms, now is your opportunity. Call in. The toll-free number is 877-590-0733. Any question is fair game here from a person who has experienced virtually all of the symptoms of Parkinson's and so has some perspective on the kinds of considerations you can give to be able to get relief uh, from whatever symptoms you might be experiencing. I see a number of people have actually called in, uh, but in order to be able to actually talk with Howard, you'll have to be sure and push the number one on your phone pad. Area code 520, you are on the air. Uh, yes, am I on the air? Yes, you are. Okay, I hear some talking in the background on the on the computer. Hello? Yes, yes. Um so you're on the phone? Yes, I'm on the phone. So you might want to just turn the volume down on your computer because I think we're just feeding it through the computer and we're hearing ourselves oh, with a little okay. delay. Oh, I hear it now. Now I now I'm good. Okay. Uh, Howard? Yes. Yeah. Um, I was diagnosed seven years ago, and I'm drug-free, but it's been a losing battle. Um, Right now I'm talking a little funny because I've got that dental appliance in my mouth. I don't know if you heard about that. I heard about that from Robert's show. And when the dentist can get the right adjustment, I get about a 20% improvement. But... Most of the time, he can't quite get the right adjustment, so it's been very frustrating. Um, and I've, I actually started out with FSR, the um, uh, GNS Headlocks work. I right. did that yes. once a week for a year and a half, and it helped some. Um, but my uh, practitioner said we had removed all of the energy blocks and that now it was up to me and my belief system she recommended a course in miracles, which I studied, and I'm, you know, I've studied and practiced a lot of spiritual practices. Um, I also tried um, a raw food diet for eight months religiously, and I w- had severe pain all over my body. And it turned out I had developed a B12 deficiency. So I'm a little concerned about the fact that you're saying um, there may be some some pain for a while because I don't know how long I'd be willing to to actually sustain that. I mean, it seems like your recovery was so rapid. Um, and uh, 
I'm also, I don't know if you're familiar with Dr. Rhodes has a machine that he developed that is, you put these electrode things on your hands and feet and it stimulates uh, acupressure and um, acupressure points and um, nerve endings and he's been getting some good results with pain, which I also have, and with Parkinson's. So anyway, I also tried macrobiotics. I'm basically already a vegetarian. But I was very intrigued with your work, but I just um, I just wonder, you know, the other thing is I also tried the aqua formulas, and those made me real, I had such a headache. I couldn't, you know, I wasn't able to sustain that. Maybe that was actually cleansing reaction. But after a while, the, the, um, the cleansing and the detoxing just becomes unbearable. So that's that's my struggle. I just wonder what you know. The, and the other the other question is that of course this works for you, and there's no guarantee that it would work for anyone else. I wonder has it has anyone else become symptom free that you've coached? Well, I've just started <clears throat> coaching people um, since posting my recipe for recovery uh, at the beginning of the year. So mm-hmm. the people that are doing this are just a couple months into it. And, okay. The um, other thing I should mention, too, that I went the whole weekend with Dr. Shaw, but then I didn't, you know, I didn't keep up his practices. There were so many practices, I just got overwhelmed. So anyway, I'll throw that in. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no. Well, I I, I did um, quite a few things from uh, Dr. Shaw. Not anything, actually, that he... Um, he didn't really have anything that I saw that was necessarily designed toward Parkinson's. However, um, some of the things that, that I had learned from Dr. Shaw over the years I felt would be beneficial. I did not try to tackle Parkinson's disease like I am tackling this disease. I broke it down into what I felt were the causes, and then I worked on the organs and organ systems and the meridians in the body that would alleviate those causes. So rather than saying here's the traditional kind of stuff that people do for Parkinson's, actually there's only a couple of things that I that I did that anybody had ever listed as something that one might consider to do for Parkinson's. Now, it sounds like you've done a lot of things. Um, one of the things I think is beneficial is is a, a vegetarian diet just because it doesn't put a lot of stress on your body in terms of digestion and all of those kind of things. And just so you know, when, when I talk about pain, I, I'm not talking about, you know, excruciating um, pain. I'm talking about the nuisance kind of pain, like a nagging nuisance kind of pain where somebody would call me up and say, you know, I was doing these exercises for the last few weeks and I've been feeling pretty good, but now when I do the exercise, my arm seems stiff to me or I'm feeling pain at my elbow or I'm feeling some pain um, in my leg. And I I can tell you from from my experience, I would periodically feel pain in areas where I had not felt pain before, and I generally viewed that as a very good thing because it at least meant that my electrical impulses were working. Mm-hmm. That it, it was electricity.
electricity, it just wasn't all getting where it was supposed to go. And relative to the the doctor, I think it was Dr. Rhodes that you were talking about, at one point um, in in my recovery, I I did say to my wife, I am so convinced that this is an electrical problem, I'll bet if I put little electrodes on my fingers and toes, um, I would probably feel a little bit better. And then I did promise her that I would not do that, um, you know, on my own. But I had that same sense of it, of the electricity. But what I learned in my recovery is that I, I don't think that an external thing is going to be what is going to get you your relief and your recovery on a path to recovery from Parkinson's. It comes mm-hmm. from inside. And so... I can tell you that, like you said, you did the um, the PD recovery team's uh, forceless spontaneous release, and then um, upon getting your stomach meridian flowing in the correct direction, they they told you that you needed to work on the the spiritual side of things, and um, I I happen to agree with that, and that. That that is that is really very hard, and and just because it kind of cuts a little bit against the grain of how we're used to seeing diseases dealt with or diseases healed, but as we know, um, Parkinson's is not uh, considered a disease from which one recovers. So. Mm-hmm. Um, Generally, we're we're looking at things that would be a bit more unconventional from the the mainstream. But I did a number of um, meditations and affirmations and praises and prayers, and um, there there was a whole opening up in that regard. <clears throat> Excuse me, and that related in a large way to the sense that there's a real issue with um, adrenaline and dopamine. And I am a firm believer that the dopamine in our brains is not depleted, but that it is like a faucet that has been turned off because other things involved in life have put us in a mindset where adrenaline is in charge. And when adrenaline is in charge, everybody else has to get out of the way. And the simplest example I can give you on that is when the lion jumps out of the bushes and you take off running, that's adrenaline mm-hmm. in charge. And when adrenaline is in charge and you're running from the lion, the adrenaline is saying, stomach, I don't want to hear you're hungry. Intestines, I don't want to hear you need to stomp in the restroom. Heart, I don't want to hear happy feelings. Right now, survival is what we need. And I'm in charge and everybody else needs to tune out. Mm -hmm. Well, what happens is when you're in that mode for a really long time, Everything turns off. Mm-hmm. And when it turns off, my my sense of what happened with me is that when I reached a point in life where those stress factors that caused me to be running in adrenaline mode, 
for a really long time, a number of years, when mm-hmm. those factors went away, my tremors started. And I feel that that is because my body was in adrenaline mode, but it didn't have all of these stressors involved anymore. So it had all of this extra energy. It had adrenaline flowing like crazy. It had the dopamine faucet turned off. And Mm -hmm. so all of this electricity was there, but it had nowhere to go. It didn't have a lion to run from anymore. And so it was inside, and it gets bottled up. And I I really feel that that was um, why my tremors started. So I had to look at that and realize to an extent, um, not that any of us say, gee, I want to have Parkinson's because that would be the furthest thing from the truth, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. that things that have happened in our lives have raised the stakes on Parkinson's being able to rear its ugly head. I mean, face it, for me, my mother had Parkinson's, so um, mm-hmm. I, that probably put me in a bigger risk category. I yeah. ate tuna had. fish for lunch every day in school, and, you know, so I probably, and that was in the 60s and 70s, so I probably have ingested more mercury than most people. I mean, I had a lot of those things, you know, environmental things, family things, all of that. Those were the things that I feel made me predisposed to having the ability to get the disease. But mm-hmm. I also believe that it was the other things that were going on in my adult life that um, that outside of my family life, I have a wonderful family life, I have a wonderful wife, three magnificent children, great family, and good, good close friends. But the things with work and other stresses in life that um, I reached uh, the point where um, for a lot of years I, using that analogy, was running from the lion. Mm-hmm. So when that lion was no longer there, there was my Parkinson's body, and it, and it was really bad. I, I, I had the disease in a, in a very bad way, and it was overtaking me. And so in healing um, and setting on a path to to heal myself, um, one of the things I had to do is come to the realization that to an extent, um, not consciously, but that I had to take some responsibility for the state I was in. Mm-hmm. And by doing that, I was then able to say, okay, then I need to take some responsibility to get rid of this, so I'm going to get on a path to try to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And so I I worked on it very hard, and and so the I have a, a number of um, discussions on on my blog. It's part of my website. I, I, I move the whole blog over when I was first learning about the adrenaline and dopamine relationship and when I was really doing a number of things that made me feel so much stronger about the fact that this was an electrical issue and that the dopamine was there but that because adrenaline had taken over the dopamine was not releasing and 
have quite lengthy explanations of the theory of that, including um, certain meditations or affirmations that I did. And and when I say meditations, um, sometimes in, uh, in in our Western culture, people think you know meditation. Some guy up in the Himalayas in a lotus position and mm-hmm. you know not talking to anybody and doing mantras. Um, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about meditations where I would just address the issues that were wrong with me and talk talk to my body about it mm-hmm. and discuss what was going on because obviously to to get parkinson's i had ignored certain signals from my body for quite a length of time <coughs> i had this one pain in my arm um starting in february of 2009 and um, when I was diagnosed, uh, my doctor said that probably was my first diagnosable symptom. But I can tell you that when I got better and calluses went away on my fingertips overnight, um, when I was doing a uh, participating in a study, and one of the one of the questions that was asked, it said, "Do you have calluses on the ends of all of your fingertips?" because that is a symptom, although rare and little known, it is a symptom of Parkinson's. Well, after I got better, I I went to log on to my laptop, which has a fingerprint log on, and I could not log on, not with any of my fingers. And I realized I had set that log on when I bought the computer. Well, I went and pulled out my folder and looked at it, and I had bought that computer in April of 2008. So we're Mm -hmm. talking about April of 2008, I already had these calluses on my fingers, and I don't even know how long before that I had them. It wasn't a year until a year and a half later that I actually got diagnosed with Parkinson's. So I think all of us can look back and say, okay, if I'm being honest with myself, then I know I had some problems sometime back, but they weren't serious enough or with whatever was going on in my life I decided to just deal with them and then just move on in life like we all tend to do the problem is Parkinson's when it drops on your head it drops on your head all at once and then all of those things that we ignored along the way are all there and we say wow should have paid attention to that should have paid attention to that should have paid attention to that and believe me, I, I went through a lot of those should-have conversations with myself because, mm-hmm. as you know and I know and the other people on this call know, once you have the disease, it is not a pleasant place to be. And particularly when the the general belief is you can't get better. And mm-hmm. um, so that weighs on all of us emotionally as well. And so... I was very, very focused on healing my organs, and it starts, you know, deep within, and that's why I said you being, <coughs> excuse me, you being on a vegetarian diet is great um, mm-hmm. because it doesn't put a lot of stress on your organs for digestion and and cleansing the body and doing those things. So I think you're in, in a good position 
to to do um, some of the things that I did. Mm-hmm. I would, and I'm not, I'm not trying to to put you off when I say you know you can find a lot of this information on um, on my website, but I really feel that the adrenaline and dopamine relationship is one of the key factors in getting the disease and in getting better from the disease. And I I have a listed there a meditation that I did where I talked to my adrenaline and I I addressed my adre- adrenaline. Where is that? Blog or where is that? Yes, yes. On on my website I I had started writing a blog in March of 2010, and, right. and I continued writing it. And then what I did is I moved the entire blog over to my website, Fighting Parkinson's Drug Free. And there's um, the, right. the tabs are there. The oh, is the meditation on the blog part of the website? Yes, or? it's on the blog. Yes, it's on the okay. blog part. If you remember just, what, click on the blog, <coughs> and. Actually, I think, and, and I'll, I'll tell you what, while we're talking here, I'll check real quick. But um, I've been reading through all your blogs, but I'm, I think I'm okay. up to September 2010. Okay. Well, I can tell you, I just went and in the, uh, in the search box, and, and, and thank you for, for going through it, because I'm hoping that as you read things that you'll see that maybe you'll say, wow, that does relate to me or that sounds similar to something I'm experiencing, and then mm-hmm. hopefully there's something there that can help you. But I, I just went and I just typed in um, the word adrenaline, so I can mm-hmm. tell you that it popped up with um, six or seven entries here that talk about it. One of them is adrenaline and dopamine. It's an explanation. One is adrenaline dopamine meditations. Um, recently in February, I, I did a post. Somebody had asked me about prayer and the relationship of prayer, and I did a post on that. And actually in that one, which was... Um, February 28th, 2011, uh, I put in there the meditation, actually conversation, um, if you want to call it, that I had with the adrenaline in my system and the dopamine in my system. And, um, and I feel really strongly about that, and also I feel very strongly about, um, about it being an, an electrical problem and that by healing our body we can fix the electricity it is not something i feel that has to be wrong forever and um i mean i i i recovered so mm-hmm. obviously i feel really strongly about that i just ah. feel that um one of the things that helps in a really big way is to move back from the adrenaline and get the dopamine to flow, and it took um, quite a few of those meditative conversations to get that to happen. And it's hard to explain, but on one particular evening that I was uh, doing my adrenaline dopamine meditation, it felt like a uh, like a faucet had just opened up in the top of my head and that the adrenaline was flowing and I could feel that I had a lot of my rigidity was loosening, a lot of my movement felt better. And that was something that was very, very hard um, with the uh, 
rigidity in my back, in my arms, in my legs, and I just felt this little bit of a lightness come to my body. And that was probably eight months into doing the uh, the recipe for recovery. But I, I really, that's that's one of the hard parts is that staying staying with it and believing in yourself that you're on the right path. And I kind of liken it to, you know, you're healing from within, and it takes time. And I think I probably said to to Robert the the last time we spoke, I kind of liken it to the Titanic. You know, if the captain of the Titanic saw that little bit of the iceberg sticking out of the top of the water, well, there was a mountain of iceberg that had been growing for quite some time underneath the water. And so I, I look at Parkinson's the same way. There's a mountain of Parkinson's that has built up inside us before it pokes its head out and says, hello, I'm here. And so it does take time, but you're healing from your core. And I can tell you, after my recovery, I didn't have to do any of the things that I did to recover anymore. I had removed the causes, and I was finished. That's amazing. That's just amazing. So would you recommend that I would do everything you did or just pieces of it? or? Well, that, that is, you know, obviously that's your choice. I, uh, yeah. You know, I can tell you I did all of it, and it worked for me. Yeah, And so right. my general feeling when I talk to people yeah. is, Give it a try and see if it works for you. But you have to give it a a concerted effort try. Mm -hmm. And I would say most of the people with whom I am working um, start off with a few of of the uh, exercises. And and interestingly, most people have a harder time wanting to even embark on a vegetarian diet than anything at all that has to do with the exercises. So oh. I think you're I think you're way ahead of the curve in that regard. Yeah, and, and I uh, and I I practiced and taught yoga for like decades too wonderful. before I got diagnosed. So I'm I, okay. I didn't have to change a lot of my beliefs. I didn't change any of my belief system. I already believed that you know, we can heal if we just give the body what it needs, but I haven't found the key, you know, like you seem to have. And so um, I am... Well, what, I would, what I would recommend then is read the blog like you're reading, read uh-huh. some of those meditations. Um, if you, each one of the pages in the... Um, except for the blog because it has everything in there, but but on January 5th, 2011, I, I posted my, as I call it, recipe for recovery. And each mm-hmm. of the pages um, on the blog has a link that will take you there because I, that's what I think most people are looking for. And mm-hmm. read through it and see if it makes sense to you and see if it seems like something that you would like to undertake. And, and then, you know... It's your it's your decision. Obviously, I feel that um, this is something that got me better, and so yeah. I would love to see other people get better. And I can tell you that the uh, if you click on the testimonial page 
Um, those are people that I've been working with over the last couple of months. And so, um, you know, they're real people. They're from around the world, most of them from the U.S., but a few of them from uh, Canada or New Zealand, uh, Germany. Um, so, you know, that also is a lesson that teaches uh, all of us that, uh, you know, Parkinson's uh, doesn't excuse anybody. Um, it's everybody has the opportunity for it. It doesn't matter where you are, where you live, who you are, what language you're speaking. Um, so, you know, we're all in this together. And so, yeah. you know, if you would take some time, I think it would be it would be good because obviously you've, you've done a number of things and... Um, Sometimes, um, and that's part of why um, I'm I'm doing the coaching, and I have been coaching these people for the last couple months. Is sometimes people hit that wall, or they get to the point, and they say, "Okay, I've been doing this, and sure, when I started, I felt a little bit better, and I feel a little bit better now, but um, I'm not seeing any great improvement." Mm-hmm. And that's when it takes a lot of faith in yourself that you've picked the right path. Because yeah. I will tell you, I saw minimal improvement for about eight and a half months. And then I was better two weeks later. Really? Wow. And that, yes. And that is because you heal from the inside. And just like the disease that grows from the inside... When the disease finally rears its ugly head and somebody puts the stamp on it and says, you have Parkinson's, it's not like you have a little bit of Parkinson's. You Mm -hmm. have Parkinson's. It's the real deal. And so what happens is the healing works the same way. Mm -hmm. It's like the Parkinson's. You might notice a little bit here, a little bit there, but never in any of our minds did we say, gee, I think these little aches and pains or this my balance is a little off or I might be shuffling my feet or my arms aren't swinging or this pain near my elbow. Um, I don't think any of us looked at any of those things along the way or these calluses on my fingertips and said, gee, I'm on my way to getting Parkinson's disease. I don't Mm -hmm. think anybody looked at it that way, any of us. And so healing, it's the same way. You get Mm. little little bits and pieces along the way, and it almost became with me, actually not almost became with me, it actually did become with me to the point where I thought, okay, I'm not getting worse. And since Mm -hmm. this is defined as a progressively degenerative neurological disease from which you do not get better, you only get worse, then I felt, okay, if I'm doing all of this stuff and I'm not getting worse, then I'm doing just fine. I can live yeah. like this. Yeah. And and that's, that's where my focus was. I, mm-hmm. I felt if it's a disease that they tell me by definition you only get worse and I'm not getting worse, then I'm making progress. And I know mm-hmm. that might be a hard way to look at progress, but no, you know, when, you're, nice. when you're looking for something to hold on to as a life raft, that was my life raft. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting worse. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to look at it. But yeah. I didn't get better right till the end. As a matter of mm-hmm. fact, I when I and and when I started to get better, um, I hit a point where I thought I was about seventy percent better. And mm-hmm. I sent a letter to my doctor. 
I sent a letter to the PD recovery team out in California, and I sent a letter to Robert Rogers, and I said, hey, I've been doing this for eight months and eight and a half months already, and here's some of the results I'm having, so um, maybe this could help some other people. And, you know, Robert put it right at the front of his blog, and and the people Mm -hmm. in California started telling people, hey, go read this guy's blog, and my doctor wrote me back a really nice note, and... Um, two days later, I had no more symptoms. That was uh, the most surprised of everything. <laughs> That's a great story, Howard. <laughs> I have uh, one more question. If I um, I noticed on your recipe that you did FSR for a week for every day or something like yes. that, and I've yes. already done it, uh, but I didn't do it every day. I did it every week for a year and a half. Um, I think, I think if, you, if the person out, who did that, I think in, in your in your remarks when you were kind of giving me a background that you mentioned that the person who was doing that for you said that you had taken care of the issue, that you had got Energy blockage. Yeah, she said right. she had removed, removed the energy blockages. So yeah. I wouldn't then, then, to, to do that and your recipe again. I think, I think that... I I think probably that's not going to be an issue for you. I I really think that um, I think the exercises will probably be great because they will help you loosen up some and feel a little bit better. They'll help mm-hmm. you with your organs and processing things. I really feel with the things that you have done and the fact that you've done the FSR and all of that, that the meditations and affirmations and focusing those things and opening up and reassociating with your heart from what I will assume was years of being in adrenaline mode. Mm-hmm. Am I wrong about that? No. <laughs> You're right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm already right. working on so that. I really feel those are the things that at this point for you will be the most beneficial. The mm-hmm. the problem that we all run into is we would like to go to somebody who will wave the magic wand or hold our foot, and then we will get better. Right. But even if you read in the in the literature from the PD recovery team, they they do say that the people who they held their foot that did recover, um, that afterwards when people were only reaching partial recovery and they went and they went back to some of those people those people explained to them that they already had worked out the soul and spiritual issues and the mental issues before they had their foot held. Mm-hmm. So um, that's, so the fact that you've had the foot holding, you've gone through that, you've opened up and cleaned out the energy, the energy flows are good, you got the right advice. It's really time to focus inward because I believe that to recover from this disease, we have to do it ourselves. And that's why I put my entire recipe out there and said, okay, there it is, and if you want to do it, I can tell you this is what I did, every last bit of it, and I did it every day, and I recovered. And I can tell you that, like I was saying earlier, some people have a hard time working through that or they have a hard time with the meditation part or they have a difficult time figuring out some of the exercises and they contact me and then I start coaching them through it. And Mm -hmm. so that's, 
and mm-hmm. and like I said, obviously you don't you don't know if you're going to be able to coach people and be successful in helping them until you've done it. And so after a couple of months of doing it and people reporting back to me good things, I was very excited about that because this is what I love to do. And so yeah. I then set up the website and I put in the thing for coaching to help people through their Parkinson's. Hi. Well, I will be very um, interested in pursuing this, and thank you so much. Oh, well, you're welcome, and thank you because um, for you and also for um, Sherry who uh, spoke up earlier, and and I can tell you, uh, Robert, so that so that you know, um, and it may be something others have told you, but uh, I can tell you that just hitting the button and having the conversation like we just had or having the conversation that I had with Sherry earlier is very, very difficult. Um, Parkinson's really weighs heavy, and people get uh, very anxious about um, others knowing they have the disease or Sometimes it just takes away your motivation to do the things that you need to do to get better, and it's a constant fight. So it's uh, it's hard enough just to be on the call for some people and to be able to actually hit the button and speak up on the phone where nobody even knows who you are. I can tell you from my experience with Parkinson's, that would have been a near impossible thing for me to do. So for yeah, well, it made me shake and able to do that. Um, that's a really courageous thing. So I, I applaud you. Thank you. You, you also had a uh, part of a question that we haven't really responded to yet. You mentioned that you were taking aquas and were having terrible headaches as a result. Mm-hmm. I know many people, many people who are listening probably are also taking aquas. They might have had a similar experience. John Coleman recommends that uh, many people who have the symptoms of Parkinson's will benefit from doing this homeopathic treatment to help hydrate the body. My question for you is, how many drops were you taking? Um, well, Robert, I actually, that's how you and I met, because I called you and I, I kept reducing it down. I don't remember now because it's been quite a while. But I kept um, titrating it down and down, and I still couldn't get rid of the headaches. Yeah, so it's really wild. John Coleman uh, has a chapter in his book, uh, Stop Parking and Start Living. And in that chapter, he explains that some people are so sensitive that what you have to actually do is fill up a glass of water with a little juice and put one drop, just one drop of the aquas in the water and pour all of the liquid out. You pour Mm -hmm. it all out, and then you fill it back up, and then you you take that, you drink that. I I, I think I did that. That sounds familiar. Okay, then if that... And if you still have the headache, then what you have to do is you say, all right, this is still too strong for me. So what you have to do is you fill up the glass, you put one drop in, you pour it out, you fill up that glass with water, you pour that water out, 
All right. You pour right. more water, This and then you try that. If you still have the headache, you do it three times. Because <laughs> yeah. this is it's a, it's a, a signaling. It's an energy kind of a medicine, so it's a signaling thing. You have to keep titrating down. Because if you're getting a headache, probably the fact is that you're better hydrated, you're detoxing, that's a good thing, but you don't want to have a headache. Right. But you have to keep titrating down. John has worked apparently with a lot of people with Parkinson's. That's why I know about this because it's in his chapter. And he says it really is a serious challenge for many people who currently have the symptoms of Parkinson's because of the toxins. Mm-hmm. And so that's what he has invented as a way to resolve that particular issue. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks so much for calling in. All right, thank you for all your good work, Robert. I really appreciate what you do. You're welcome. It's a pleasure and an honor. All right. So, Howard, tell everyone about more your coaching program. Exactly how does this coaching program work? Um, Essentially, if uh, somebody is uh, interested in coaching um, on my website, I have a a Parkinson's coaching page, and it it outlines what what the coaching is. And um, <clears throat> if somebody is interested in the Parkinson's coaching, um, they can either. And I'll tell you, the Parkinson's coaching. What what I offer is um, a one month. Uh, Parkinson's coaching package and for the Parkinson's coaching package um, what the person gets is uh, four one-hour conferences with me by phone Skype or in person if they're local and unlimited uh, email communication and uh, with a 24-hour or less response time and the um, Parkinson's coaching package is um, $500 for the month, and there's a PayPal link there. It also, for people who um, purchase the Parkinson's coaching package, they can just do it there, and then um, it lets me, it PayPal alerts me, and then I make contact with the person. Some people um, prefer to communicate with me um, prior to uh, purchasing the coaching package, And what I do is, and I have this all written out there, is that I provide a 30-minute conference uh, by phone or Skype at no charge, and all they need to do is uh, send me an email, and I have my email there. It's uh, howard at fightingparkinsonsdrugfree.com, and then um, I coordinate a uh, conference with them either by phone or Skype, and we have our conversation, and then uh, they decide whether or not they uh, they wish to go forward with the one-month Parkinson's coaching package. And also for those who just click the click the PayPal link and purchase the package, um, I also add in the uh, 30-minute complimentary uh, conference. So it ultimately ends up being uh, four and a half uh, hours of uh, conferences plus the unlimited email communication. And so that is what I am doing uh, with the Parkinson's coaching. And um, I'm, I'm hopeful that um, 
you know, there are people listening tonight that um, will have the opportunity to go to the website. Like I said, everything else is there. I've, I listed everything that I did. Um, it's all there. And and I'll tell you, I mean, and I, I, I put this on the, on the Parkinson's uh, coaching page because I thought that this was something that maybe people would think about, and it just says, you know, what, what is a coach? Um, you know, coach is an individual with knowledge and experience who assists you in setting forth a plan and carrying out your plan, um, provides encouragement, has an open dialogue with you, uh, provides inspiration and motivation, focuses on solutions, not just problems. Um, a coach sees your potential and aspires you to believe in yourself, and also a coach has high expectations and assists you in achieving your potential. And one of the things about Parkinson's that I feel is really important is that um, the coaching helps you in keeping your faith in yourself. And also, I think we all, particularly if we're going down a holistic path, face um, family and friends and other people, acquaintances, who think that we're completely out of our minds for not taking the Parkinson's meds and it's it's very difficult because many of these people love us and so they see us struggling and they, you know, feel that, um, you know, if we were taking the meds of which they probably have very little knowledge that um, that would be a better thing than struggling through this, um, you know, drug-free recovery, um, this holistic recovery. And so um, it's it's very difficult um, mentally and emotionally to sometimes get over those humps and so I'm somebody who stood in your shoes and so I understand a lot of those dynamics and as I said before um, in, in my blog on, on my website um, I've provided my complete recipe for recovery and that's provided at no cost to anybody and some people feel really comfortable just reading it, watching the videos, and jumping right in. Um, however, uh, as I have seen, uh, some people desire being coached through the process, and um, that's why I thought that it would be important to ask those people if they wouldn't mind writing a sentence or two um, so I could put it on a testimonials page so that other people, such as the women who I spoke with earlier tonight and other people that are listening to this call can read um, what the experience has been from other people so that um, it will help them make the most informed decision that they can in whether or not to um, hire me for um, the Parkinson's coaching package. My sense is that a person who has been trying this and that and is getting to the point of true frustration would be seriously encouraged to consider getting some coaching from you. They're discouraged. They're frustrated. They're thinking it's not going to work. They're thinking they're never going to be able to feel better. So that would be a good time to be able to say, wait a minute, here's somebody who's actually made it possible. I need to get support from them. I, I agree with you. Um, I think that that is a a very a very good um, candidate, and 
also somebody who is recently diagnosed and is trying to decide what path to go on and um, at at least to give this a try and have somebody who can hold their hand and walk them through it um, I I feel is probably a, a, a good candidate as well. Thank you. If you have a question for Howard, now's the time to call. There's 10 minutes left. The toll-free number is 877-590-0733. That's 877-590-0733. My sense is, Howard, that there are many individuals out there, particularly men who currently experience the symptoms of Parkinson's, who have a thought form that is not in their best and highest interest. And that thought form is, I can do it by myself. I'm raising my hand because it's certainly a thought form that I've carried throughout my entire life. And I just want to say, look, people out there listening to this show, I can see on the control panel there are a lot of you out there listening to this live conversation. And I know there are going to be thousands of people who are going to listen to this recording. So look here. The fact of the matter is we may be a man, but it doesn't mean we can do it by ourselves. The fact is that we really do need support. We do need a voice to listen to us and to be able to provide the support that we actually need to have in order to be able to get through the tough times. Howard, you're one of the really only people that I know who has gone through the entire cycle and is making themselves available to provide support to people in the very same place. So I want to say, as an expression of thanks from the entire Parkinson's community, I want to say thank you for doing such a magnificent thing. And also, the package that you put together is so generous. It is The services, the support that you're providing for such a modest price is really impressive. So I just want to say thank you from everyone who can stand to benefit from your support and service. Well, Robert, I, I appreciate it. And, um, you know, as you know, we, we um, for those of you listening, Robert and I had the opportunity to have a, a brief conversation before we got on this call. And... Um, and I can tell you, I, I spent, uh, as he knows, I spent uh, a good amount of time um, on his uh, Parkinson's recovery uh, website and reading um, what people were writing on the blogs and, you know, learning from other people as well. And so, um, you know, Robert, as, you know, I'm sure the people who are on this call know, you, you've been providing a, a magnificent service for all of us for a long time, but um, I did want to mention that for those of you who may not have been out to that website, you know, Robert had his summit just uh, not too long ago and um, at the beginning of the month, and there's some magnificent information that I think would benefit everybody to spend some time um, on that site. And no, we're not just trading um, courtesies to each other here. I'm, I'm really serious about that. Um, <laughs> right. I think it would be very, very beneficial. So I know you weren't expecting me to, um, you know, give a plug, so to speak, to to your summit and to your information, but the information there is magnificent. And so I, I think that um, it, it would be a, a disservice to uh, finish our call tonight without mentioning it. 
That's very kind, Howard. I have been spending the last uh, two or three weeks after the summit putting together editing of uh, videos that we took, uh, both myself and uh, uh, Glenn Owen uh, was there videotaping really everything that we did. So we've been putting together video clips of what happened, and I'm posting those up on the blog, as you just mentioned. So you can find that on the Parkinson's Recovery blog. Every day there's a new video, and I want to say, although I actually was present for most of what was videotaped, there is amazing footage of people working with individuals who currently experience the symptoms of Parkinson's. There is uh, upcoming on April the 7th a full demonstration video of neural feedback by Dr. Jacqueline Gisburn. She gave me permission, as did the person who was receiving the treatment, to videotape exactly how that particular feedback worked. Dr. Gisburn was a uh, guest on my radio show last year, and she described this uh, neural feedback system that she used, and it was a little difficult for me to quite understand exactly what she was talking about. So at the uh, uh, Jumpstart to Wellness, uh, she was providing uh, treatments for individuals, and I actually videotaped one of those so that you can see the mechanics of exactly how this works. It really is quite amazing. It's non-invasive, it's safe, it's extremely effective. She's been getting incredible results uh, from the work that she's been doing. So that's going to be up. Uh, there's an explanation already up on the blog of exactly what neural feedback is all about. There's a uh, video of Dr. Blanca Ramirez who's from Mexico and has been getting uh, stunning results on stem cell implants. And so she explains exactly what that's about and how those stem cell implants actually are done and how they actually work. There's also some uh, quite impressive videos from Irene uh, Pasternak, who is a Feldenkrais practitioner. Irene was a guest on my show several months ago, and uh, she actually does some uh, presentations and some demonstrations of exactly how Feldenkrais is done. So instead of just listening to how these things are done, we've got footage of people actually doing the work. Deborah Russell is there. She's doing her multidimensional healing. I actually got a clip of about uh, 30 seconds of her doing some of her magical work. Uh, she worked all day in the summit uh, doing treatments, uh, volunteering to do treatments for people. Uh, and of course, uh, she and I uh, delivered the Jumpstart to Wellness program on the following two days. So check on the blog. You're going to see some amazing footage and people talking about what's making a huge difference to them with regard to getting sustained relief from the symptoms of Parkinson's. We still have a couple of minutes left, so if anybody wants to jump in with just one quick short question, you've just got a couple of minutes left. Now's the time to be able to ask Howard whatever question that you might want to have to ask. You mentioned, Howard, that you worked on this every day. You committed to spending time on figuring out what you could do to recover from the symptoms of Parkinson's every day. So I want to get more specific here. You worked on it every day. Did you spend two minutes every day, five minutes every day? Was it more like 30 minutes or was it longer? Well, the and I can tell you, and, and I, I, put the, I put the information um, on the recipe for recovery so that it would give people kind of a sense of it. Um, most of the exercises um, I did one time a day, and they ranged from five to ten minutes. And so 
and and they don't have to be all done at one time. So it's something that can be done periodically during the day. I just knew from my energy, I was once I got moving around about a half hour, forty five minutes after I got up and got moving around and had a little coffee in the morning, I was pretty good for thirty to forty minutes of of doing the exercises and the the total amount um probably cuz some of them I did a couple times but I would say over the course of the entire day and evening you can probably do all of it in an hour or less um and most of them 5 minutes at a time and some of it is just standing it's not like a vigorous exercise it's actually um slow movement and deep breathing and those type of exercises and so they're not um they're not really uh difficult to do they're just unusual because most of us have never done them before and so I was fortunate that I had done qigong for some years and so I at least had some familiarity with um with some of the exercises uh, none of them were exercises I had done prior to getting the disease but um i would say that in in terms of that an hour give or take total total time um to to do these and um you know that hopefully uh people can can fit that into their schedule and um one thing i would like to say that i had forgot to mention and that is kind of like the thing that i read you earlier um with one of the first questions you asked me and I read it to you right off of um a recent blog post on my website I have a uh, subscription where people can subscribe to get they they would get an email update of blog posts so when I post something new I then just hit a little button and it goes out to everybody who subscribed and I just wanted to say that like what happened last week one of the benefits i think that people derived last week is that i actually um was responding to an issue that a number of people that i am coaching had brought up to me so it worked to the benefit of anybody who was reading the blog or getting the blog um updates to get get some uh benefit of coaching without being involved in the coaching and periodically there'll be something that will come up and a number of people will point out a very similar issue to me and um and they they've never been opposed to me then putting it out on the blog to share with everybody so that other people that might be facing those things um can have the benefit of the response as well and all it takes is you just have to put your first name your last name and your email address and i can tell you i'm the only one that sees that information and um it's uh you know have a very strict policy about people's confidentiality so i just wanted to throw that in there that it might be beneficial to some people to um go to the website fighting parkinson's drug free and just put in your name and your email address and at least you'll get a notification when i do um blog uh post updates which generally is a couple times a week sometimes i'll you know if i'm really busy once a week but uh at at a minimum once a week generally twice a week. We do have a caller from area code 610. Hello, you are on the air. Yes, yeah, so I just uh, I wanted to listen to the show but I ended up 
having to do other things. But I was just wondering um, if he what the, what his feelings were towards antioxidants. To help with Parkinson's. Well, what what type of antioxidants are you talking about? Um, like alpha lipoic acid. Okay, well, I, I can tell you from from my from my perspective, um, I I did not take anything in terms of a, a special antioxidant, like such as a um, a supplement or a formula or something like that. Uh, the food that I ate, um, I I ate things that were good for like. Black beans are good for the kidneys. Okay. And so I, I ate foods that would help cleanse my body. But my feeling is uh, Parkinson's body is filled with toxins and very polluted. My only, um, the only cautionary thing that I tell people relative to taking some sort of a formula antioxidant is just to research it well before you do it. I think that detoxifying the body is a really important part of Parkinson's, but also I did research like everybody else, and there are so many things out there that are being offered to detoxify Parkinson's bodies that it really takes a lot of good, hard research. And ultimately, I made the decision that since I was working very hard at tonifying my liver, that I just made it was a personal decision for me that I wasn't going to put anything in my mouth that wasn't food or something to drink, and that okay. way, if I got better, I, I would I would know what did it. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much. You're welcome. I appreciate you speaking up and asking a good question. And Howard Schiffke, I want to thank you so much for being on the show today. And that website for Howard is www.fightingparkinsonsdrugfree.com. And whatever you do, for those of you who are listening, is to contact Howard, get the support that you need to be able to be on the road to recovery. So, Howard, thanks so much for taking the time. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you, Robert. Thanks for having me. And that's what's happening on the shores of the Puget Sound, where all the women are smart, all the men are handsome, and all the children are truly loved. Know that by virtue of the fact you are listening to this radio show that you are indeed on the road to recovery. We look forward to connecting with you next Wednesday, 3 p.m. Central, or 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Central Time. Have a marvelous week. Good day.